folks, and welcome to another episode of All Things Dreams with your host, Miranda McLaughlin. We've got a full house tonight with one, two, three, four, five, six people in our studio. Studio. <laughs> and before we get started and talking about dinosaur dreams, let's just do a quick round of introductions so everyone knows who we have here as guests. I'm Amanda. I am Dr. Alan Grant. I'm a paleontologist. <laughs> okay. You may have seen my film. <laughs> cool. uh, Dr. Malachi Calypso. My name is Tanya, and I love dinosaurs. And I'm just some guy who's here with an opinion. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Um, so really looking forward to having this uh, mixture of folks, several of whom have had dreams about dinosaurs. Um, this is a topic that I've actually not had any personal experiences with, but when I've been having conversations with some of my friends, one of the themes that kind of popped up was dinosaur dreams. And I thought that was a pretty cool topic and something that I would have liked to have had a dream about, but haven't had a dream about. So I'm going to rely on the experiences of several folks here, including Dr. Alan Grant, Dr. Malachi. Malachi Calypso. Malachi Calypso. Mm. And Tanya. What an unoriginal name. <laughs> I love it. I love your name. She's Tanya. I love dinosaurs. Tanya, I love dinosaurs. Well, that's your last name. It's beautiful. <laughs> I know, right? Beautiful last name. It just happens that I love dinosaurs. It's a coincidence. Yeah. That's so, very yeah. convenient. Do you, do you have family members who don't like them and feel regret? I do. Yeah, I do. That's it's a sad tale. It's tough. So what I'm going to do is... I'm going to take a moment and walk through some questions with three of our guests, one at a time, so that we can delve into their dream, get a little bit more context, and then we're going to explore as a group what we think the possible meanings can be. And I've done some research in advance so that I can kind of feed into it, but I'm also really interested to see other perspectives that might pop up as well. So let's start with Dr. Calypso. You have had a dream. You, <laughs> <laughs> you had a dream featuring dinosaurs. Can you just give us a quick synopsis? Break it down for us. When I was a young lad. <laughs> wow, the accent came out. Interesting. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, the island life it calls to me. Um, when I was a young lad, I had a recurring dream of a T-Rex crashing through the woods outside my apartment building. I would wake up, look out the window, and see trees falling as it came closer and closer. Soon I would hear a roar, and it would crash through the last remaining trees, a giant T-Rex, and it would look at me. It would, we would make eye contact, and it would attack the apartment building as I screamed and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> and I would run through my bedroom, out the door, down through the living room, out the door to the hall, across the way, and out of the apartment building as I heard the building collapse around me as it crushed it with its feet and jaws. And every day I got away, but it happened many, many times. And so it happened many times. And you said, was it, and it was when you were young in a, any particular time frame? Um, maybe when I was eight, nine would okay. be my guess. Okay. So it happened several times over multiple years. Yeah. Very similar. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of variation between dreams, mm -hmm. but, but very 
general idea was that a giant T-Rex would attack my Vara building and rip it to shreds while I ran away. And your reaction was always to run. That seemed and... like a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> and you always escaped. You were never captured. Or I, I guess captured might not be the right word for a T-Rex. <laughs> I captured you. You're my prisoner. <laughs> the T-Rex has some hostages downtown. That's how those T-Rex movies go, right? With the police. It's murder. Hostage negotiations. T-Rex, what do you want? <laughs> They're surprisingly bad with handcuffs. That's fair. That's fair. My my final question before I get into opening things up a little bit more is just what do dinosaurs or more specifically T-Rexes mean to you? When you think of a T-Rex, how would you describe it? What would be the significance or what are your feelings about them? What are your insights there? I would say my first instinct when confronted with a T-Rex is to run. <laughs> and <laughs> I demonstrated that in the film quite well. Or the dreams. <laughs> My dreams are very vivid. And it's like watching a movie. I'm sure you you get it. I'm sure you guys have watched the dream movies. And Absolutely. in your dream, are you are you seeing this from a first person perspective or yep. like a movie, like a third person? Like, are you? I think as a first person. Okay. Like it was always me looking out the window, pulling the blinds back, and me like, right. "What's coming? Oh, that's coming. Time to go." <laughs> and uh, yeah. So before I get into the research that I conducted, did anything stand out to anyone here that they kind of wanted to flag or ask a follow-up question about? I was think. I was going to ask, was the dream, did it start around the same time as that big dinosaur movie in the 90s? Um, help me with the name, guys. Mm. We're back. We're back. Yeah. That's a great movie. <laughs> I don't think I watched no, that when I was No, no, are you thinking um, Tammy and the T-Rex? Maybe, oh, maybe Tammy like, Tammy maybe like the, the Land Before Time. Uh, <laughs> this is very likely. insulting. You know, you know <laughs> Land Before Time, fifth one's the best. It goes that Get many. Out. Wow. There's, there's <laughs> actually 43 <laughs> of them. There's, like, there's a lot of them. 43. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Anything else that stood out for anybody? Uh, I feel like... Oh, sorry. No, I feel like that's a legitimate question, though. Like, was it around the time of Jurassic Park or no? I think it... I don't know when the year is. 92? It would have been before that, then. Jurassic before Park Jurassic Park came out? It yes. was 93, 90. actually. Oh, sorry. 93. <laughs> yeah, it would have, I think it was before that. Because I think I would have mm-hmm. been younger. Because yeah. I would have been 12 or 13 then, so... I think yeah, it's 94, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... One thing that we've talked about in past episodes is the whole, like, recurring dream thing. Like, mm. in and of itself, well, what what can that signify? That's one thing I was going to elaborate on, actually, mm-hmm. is that it was one of several different recurring chase dreams. Okay. Where I felt like I was being chased by something. Mm-hmm. And it was one time, sometimes it was the dinosaur, and sometimes, and sometimes it, was it was something else. Some other thing, the rag guys, or, you know, whatever yeah. was the thing of the day. Or are they always destroying your home? Because I find that interesting as well. The T-Rex dream, yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, not always in the other chase dreams, but that one was a and constant. And you always escaped. That's interesting. Yeah. Like you were always able to get away from it. Yeah. So. Like sometimes we're closer than others and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes there would be like debris in front of me that I'd have to scramble mm-hmm. over to even get out the exit. And yeah, it was like really vivid and intense. But you made eye contact with him. Yeah. So like, did you get a vibe of like, we're cool. Like I can go. Or? The eye contact was right before he destroyed my apartment trying to eat me. So it was like, oh, okay. he, so he saw is, you. So he is trying to eat you. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, he's coming at you. me. No, okay. He's not just there for, for destruction of the apartment. Uh, okay. Kicks and giggles. He sees well, I thought they the, hired him see... for like development, property development. Construction we're making, a, we're making a new like parking lot or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with recurring <laughs> dreams, what that can often signify is that there's some kind of a problem or challenge or 
stressor in your life that you're having a hard time getting past. So your brain's kind of getting stuck on it okay. in the sense that your dreams are also recurring because sometimes when you dream, it is a bit enlightening in some way and you're able to kind of bring some of those insights forward into your waking life. But sometimes when you dream, there's still no progress and you keep getting kind of stuck and hung up on something. So I don't know what kind of stresses were going on in elementary school Mark's life, but that tends to be the kind of foundation mm -hmm. behind recurring dreams is that there's something in your life that you're having a hard time getting past. And okay. so that surfaces in your <coughs> excuse me subconscious fixating on some kind of an image that's representing. I, didn't, I don't think I had any trouble with dinosaurs in my real life. <laughs> so that's the other part we're going to get yeah, into. What does dinosaurs is, what about birds? Yeah. Dinosaurs can symbolize. Do you find birds creepy? Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> What? She said dinosaurs, and I was thinking about it for a while because it's awesome. Dinosaurs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, new dinosaurs. toy idea. I feel like the arms of a T-Rex are just swords in this case. That would be amazing. horrifying. Mm -hmm. Horrifying. Yeah. There's going to be a movie that's going to come out about mm -hmm. that. Dinosaurs. Because they started. listen to this podcast, of course. Yeah. You hear that, Spielberg? <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. The animated series. I don't see Spielberg making that one. No. But whoever made, like, the Meg or like Sci-Fi Network, are you listening to these yeah. ideas? <laughs> Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs <laughs> versus Godzilla. I'd watch the shit uh, uh, yeah. out of that. It's going to be Godzilla with like some sort of adaptation as well. So not Radio Dinosaurs versus uh, an elementary school kid. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be no. a quick movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. So some other things that popped up in terms of possible definitions kind of correlate to your reaction to the dinosaur. So not just there being a dinosaur in the dream, but that your reaction was to run away. Run away. Yeah. And that you're when you're talking about dinosaurs, you're like, yeah, I find them intimidating and they're huge and like beyond what I can handle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like, which I don't is think, a pretty logical reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah no, like, I'm if there is a T-Rex coming at me in real life, I'm again I'm out of there. Mm -hmm. I mean if I, I have to save somebody probably else, I'll trust probably your try. instincts on that. Yeah. So with both of those, the possible <clears throat> definitions that pop up are that you have basically fear of um, certain problems in your waking life that you don't feel like you can handle, that you feel like are bigger than you. And that mm -hmm. there's no point in trying to address them because they're just, they're too big, they're Beyond, too out of control, yeah. okay. and you wouldn't have any success if you even tried. And so there's a little bit of correlation there too in terms of the meaning for being chased by a dinosaur and their, like, the meanings behind recurring dreams. So you'll see seeing a bit of a trend in terms of there being a problem. So normally, if your dream's recurring, there's a problem that you're not able to address yeah. and if you're being chased by a dinosaur it could mean that there's a really big problem mm -hmm. that you don't feel like you can address so I thought it was also interesting okay. that there was such a strong correlation there in terms of basically feeling helpless to address something and that because you can't address it it's not going away mm -hmm. so again I feel really bad for elementary school Mark mm -hmm. who's just, <laughs> just really fixating on, Fight or on flight. something just... that's just really just too difficult flight. to address mm -hmm. So I don't know if you can think of anything from your elementary school life that might have triggered some of these types of recurring um, T-Rex dreams. Nothing, nothing's coming to mind. Not immediately. Like sure. I don't, I just can't. a few. It's what just a few decades ago. Right. Like this is. This is a long time I'm ago. really disappointed that you don't have a you have like snappy a really response. mean teacher that looked kind of like T-Rex that yeah. kind of gave you bad grades. Small hands, mm -hmm. arms. 
Couldn't swim. <laughs> no. That's another no. approach to looking at it. Um, yeah. A little more. I don't think I had specific. any literal T Rex people in my life mm. at the time. Mm-hmm. No. And this is I don't. Again, nothing. It's, it's nothing immediately broad. comes to mind because no, it's like the there could have the been things people. happening at the time that I'm just not remembering now. Because yeah. yeah. like in the long run, they probably weren't really that mm-hmm. important. Yeah. You know? And I think too, just being a child, if there's problems that you encounter, yeah. they might just feel like they're outside of your control mm-hmm. because you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of like. If I were an adult, maybe I could address this, but I'm just a kid, so I'm going to ignore mm-hmm. it and hope it goes away, and maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so it might not be something that's, like, earth-shattering, mm-hmm. but just something that you just feel like you can't address. Yeah, like, yeah. my big brother won't let me play with him, or, like, something <laughs> like that that yeah, is, like, sure. a huge bummer at the time, but mm-hmm. in retrospect is yeah. totally fine. Yeah. Exactly. The other thing that came out of this was some advice. So basically... If these were things that resonated with the person who had had those dreams, the general advice is to basically gather up your strength to help face the fears. So, sorry, it's a few decades late in terms yeah. of this advice. <laughs> but in my defense, yeah, I haven't had a you're a few year. decades late sharing the dreams. So, I'm sorry. It's only fair. <laughs> only fair. Yeah. So those are. I'm the... really sorry I didn't call you when it, before you were born. <laughs> yeah, I do not forgive you. <laughs> so those are the main things that popped out at me in terms of possible interpretations. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, that's me. You're in the hot. I mean, <laughs> Doctor Alan Grant. Thank you. You're in the hot seat. I am Can the hot you seat. please <laughs> describe for us your? Dream about dinosaurs. Sure. Um, so my dad bought uh, a really nice big house out in the woods, and my brothers and I moved into it, and it was like this crazy big house. And, uh, and like we moved in, I remember like picking our rooms and stuff. And then I was like, I want to explore the forest behind my house. And I don't really remember the transition from like being in the house to being in the woods, but all I remember is I ended up um, chasing dinosaurs with Chris Pratt from Jurassic World <laughs> and we were running by all these different species and he was naming them like that's a brontosaurus and that's a raptor and that's a T-Rex and I remember just thinking dude I know these well in the dream I was Alex I don't know who that is but uh, but I, yeah, I remember him being super obnoxious I was like dude I know this like Whatever, your movie sucked. He's um, such a show-off. Yeah, right? Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, mine's not as detailed and long as that, but I just remember being in the woods and, like, him and I were, like, kind of, we weren't, I wasn't scared, like, I wasn't running from the dinosaurs, we were kind of running with the dinosaurs, I was mm-hmm. almost part of the stampede, and, yeah. like, and I just remember his dino lessons of, like, telling me all the different species we were running with. And one of the things that's a bit different from um, Mark's dream is that you had a celebrity in yours. Mm. And again, this is something that we kind of talked about in the past, and it could be linked to that celebrity having things about them that you either respect or admire or want, aspire towards. Mm-hmm. Or it can be more broadly like, oh, I... I like that there's a celebrity and I'd like to meet this person or I want to be a celebrity, mm-hmm. which I mean, you basically are since you're a guest on this podcast. Absolutely. So Absolutely. dreams wow. do come true is Thank basically so what much. I'm saying. It's, it's nice to hear out loud. <laughs> My question yes. for you is, was he his character? Was he Owen from Jurassic yes. World? Yeah. Because it would have been better if he was his character from like Parks and Rec <laughs> or from like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that that would have been, been Star-Lord. Who so are these dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Andy Dwyer. I'm pretty sure, like, I remember him wearing his outfit from Jurassic World. I'm pretty right. sure it was okay. definitely Owen, yeah. 
So the reason you dreamed about him is because you want red hair. You uh, covet his red hair. No, that's yes, a big, that's a, that's a hard no. Fully it. <laughs> I mean, that's one possible interpretation. Uh, we can delve into a couple other options and loop back to that if we really cool. feel strongly about debating it. But the other, another big difference that I noticed in your guys' dream is that where when the dinosaurs popped up in Mark's, it was run away. Mm-hmm. In your dream, there were dinosaurs, and you were doing the opposite. You were chasing them. Yeah. And you were... It was more of, like, an adventure as Mm. opposed to, like, a horror movie. And in this case, it's also interesting because sometimes when dinosaurs pop up in dreams, if you're you're not, like, running from them, there's some different types of interpretations to it as well. And one possible interpretation is that there's things from your past that are now kind of popping up and Mm. things that maybe you kind of didn't give much attention to um, or address before are now kind of popping up again in your life and there's something that maybe you need to address. And it's also interesting because there's also that link to Jurassic Park in the sense that the dinosaurs were in the past, but now they're in the present. So there's also that um, link in terms of you had a Jurassic Park kind of reference with a character there, and mm-hmm. then the possible meaning that seems to correlate as well mm-hmm. also seems kind of Jurassic Park-y. <laughs> it does. Mm-hmm. Because it's something, circle. Yeah, and something mm-hmm. that you maybe thought would go away and never come back yep. is now kind of like, okay, no, I'm feeling this again, or there's some kind of an issue that's popped up, and maybe now I need to address it. And the other piece is that it took place in the woods. So there could be some parts that still relate to um, Barks, Marks as well in this sense because he also mentioned there Mark? were... <laughs> Did you use that? Did you a dog? Ma- Malachi? <laughs> Calypso? Mark. Oh, I, so get, I get that a lot. So Dr. Calypso's dream also included the woods, but they were kind of in the distance or like beside whereas you were like in the woods so there's some possible linkages to yours as well here i just didn't draw as heavily on it since they were you weren't in the woods but there is potentially some linkages so when there's woods it normally refers to you coming to terms with your emotional self and that in a dream if you dream of there being like a beautiful big awe-inspiring house that it could also suggest that you are becoming conscious of your soul or your inner self and some higher aspects to yourself, like becoming more self-aware. And so both the meaning of the woods and the meaning of the house also kind of linked to some kind of self-awareness, which also seemed kind of interesting to connect that with you becoming aware, like, oh, I thought there was something in my past that I didn't have to deal with, but maybe I do need to deal with it. So there again seemed to be some potential interconnectedness to those meanings. And suggests that there may be a need for some kind of a change in your life to achieve a more more openness and to make the emotional space for whatever you need to address and whatever is coming next as you're having a self-discovery is basically what wow. um, the description is. So no pressure, but apparently like Jesus. things are about to go down. So you're saying I need to get my life together. Okay, cool. Okay. Do you need a hug? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> so and and like I mentioned before, yours was kind of the opposite of Dr. Calypso's dream, where instead of being the chase E, you were the chase er. And so rather 
it could mean that rather than being overwhelmed by an insurmountable problem, that you're starting to feel like you're ready to deal with something. Does it matter how they feel about dinosaurs? Like, because yes. you, Mark, mm-hmm. did not, you're like, kind of like, these are daunting and scary, but I feel like. You're like, I have a response. I mean, I, I do like, I do like dinosaurs. Grant. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, it's not like I don't, I'm not like. Oh, but if you were confronted dicks. with one, you'd be like. Yeah, I, I, I would just, I want, I want nothing to do with it. I mean, like, maybe a small one I'd be interested in. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it's like a baby in an egg. You're like, ooh. Like I had a favorite one as a kid, like the mm-hmm. Ankylosaurus was the badass. Yeah, it was like a little tank. Good choice. Yeah, and uh, but you know, it's just like I remember being in. I had dinosaur books and stuff. Like I liked them. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the T Rex in particular, just mm-hmm. to me, was just like pure terror. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and do you, you feel different? You mentioned yeah, it being like, like if like I saw a T Rex, I could easily take it. Like, I could, <laughs> no fear, no fear. You'd be like, I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna got ru- no, these you're tiny ride arms, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. we're good. Yeah, yeah. We're hop up. Oh yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah. What's your Facebook? Oh, I do. Like, <laughs> we're buddies. Yeah. No fear. So slightly different feelings towards dinosaurs too, <laughs> but it seemed like like again, you were much more of like an adventurer mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. exploring. Which can also be linked to some kind of like a readiness for something mm-hmm. um, to happen. And the last piece I wanted to mention, which may not quite relate, but it's hunting dinosaurs. So you weren't hunting to kill them, but you were kind of seeking after. So I'm going to mention this anyway. You can kind of take or leave what you will from the interpretation. It says that if you are hunting dinosaurs, that there might be someone that's offering false promises in your waking life. Um, so to be aware of what that could mean. And it could also mean that your friends are not what they are pretending to be. Dun, dun, dun. Are you guys all dinosaurs and you're not telling me? <laughs> that's what I did in my That's really hard to believe in a room full of doctors. <laughs> it also says that it could also be someone else, not necessarily your friend, but that just to be more on the lookout for people who are being false okay. or mm-hmm. not what they seem to be on I'm the gonna surface. I'm going to have to speak with you all individually. <laughs> there will be interviews. Yeah. Uh, interrogations. Friendship interviews. Interrogations, of course. Yeah. Or interrogations. Of all things betrayal. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and follow up with Tanya's dream. So I'll give you some open space to describe what your dream was and around when that took place. Yeah. So the dream was a few years ago, like six or seven years ago, I would say. And in the dream, I'm in this huge glass conservatory. And by huge, I mean like... Citywide. Huge, like very, like few city blocks, like different Mm -hmm. places to it. Like whether it was like kind of a museum, kind of conservation project, that there were dinosaurs there. And I just remember that the dinosaurs had gotten out. And everybody was freaking out. I like... I wasn't there when the dinosaurs got out. It was mm-hmm. just kind of in the aftermath of that. So the dinosaurs were there running around. And I'm trying to evade them. In my dream, I can run easily, which is so nice because in real life, I cannot do that. So that was great. And super Tanya. Super Tanya, yeah. I got to a point where I rounded the corner and there was a huge T-Rex there. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, great. And like running the other way. And the T-Rex was chasing me and I jump behind a counter and there's like a piece of glass. And then it turns into Jurassic Park where I'm holding the glass Mm -hmm. with my hands and legs, pushing it as the T-Rex is trying to get me. But there are other people in this building and they're running around too. So the T-Rex gets distracted by somebody and runs off and thank goodness I'm all right. Um, So 
I run into another place, and it's where all the plants are, like mm-hmm. that part of the um, conservatory, and there are raptors in there, and I'm thinking, like, fuck, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm done with this. Like, I'm about to die. Like, this is over, and then I woke up. Because they're clever girls. Because they are <laughs> clever girls. <laughs> so, again, you have some things that are similar and also different than the other experiences and one of the big things that's different is the setting yes so rather than being either like starting at your house or being in the woods you're in this like beautiful garden space and what when I was looking for interpretations for like gardens big gardens conservatories whatever um basically came up that those tend to represent things in your life that are really important to you So each plant that's in that space could represent a relationship, either a friend or a family member, or it could represent a dream or a goal or an ambition, just things that are precious to you, essentially, is what that represents. And then so you have these beautiful, precious things in your life, and then there comes in dinosaurs. (laughs) So something is basically wreaking havoc on the important precious things in your life. And it may not be all of your dreams and relationships, but maybe there's something in your life that you that's important to you that you feel is threatened. And also in this case, the same meaning made sense as well for it potentially meaning something that you feel like it's too big of a thing to address and that could cause extra distress if it's something that, that is that big and intimidating and it's attacking something that's that precious to you. And then it says in terms of glass, which you mentioned kind of is part of your dream in terms of there's glass all around you, but there's also glass that sometimes sometimes comes up between like you and the dinosaurs. Certainly that could be related to the film Jurassic Park in terms of kind of triggering some memories and... Maybe, but... (laughs) But there's also some possible interpretations for that. When glass pops up that's clear... Um, it can represent some types of barriers that we'll put up in our life that aren't necessarily like physically tangible, but are things that have some kind of a tangible nature to them, whether it's emotional barriers or um, social barriers or being cold to somebody or doing things to sabotage something that you think might create some safe space. Things you or, can't see, but Exactly, are there. but have yeah. real effects mm-hmm. and kind of can create boundaries. Yeah. So again, I thought there was interesting kind of linkages to the meanings in terms of, okay, you have things that are precious to you, you feel like they're being attacked by something that's kind of out of your control, and then you resort to kind of putting up barriers. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, this is something that happened almost a decade ago, (laughs) so hard to say what might be necessarily linked to, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if any of that kind of makes sense or if you have any other thoughts around possible meanings. It really makes sense. Um, I'm glad my mother doesn't listen to this podcast (laughs) because... I'll text her. (laughs) Excuse me, Francine? (laughs) Go right ahead. Um... Yeah, she loves you guys more than she loves me anyways. <laughs> oh, so oh, she loves harsh, you. Another harsh reality check. <laughs> reality check. <laughs> yeah. It's a 
callback to so, a previous episode. <laughs> Five stars. Um, I know that there was a time, so this would have been when I was living in Halifax, and there was a time when my mother and I were not getting along mm-hmm. at all. Yep. And I was getting into Halcon and, mm-hmm. like, nerd culture. Yep. And her reaction to it was, I just don't get you. I don't understand mm-hmm. why this is your thing. You need to grow up, be more of an adult. So these things are really so, important to and you, they're very and important you felt to like me. they were being and attacked. And so that is really interesting, mm. is like putting up the walls mm-hmm. of like not yeah. mentioning it to her yeah. on the phone or yeah. stopping that. That's... Putting this barrier in between you yeah, and Yeah, you're a genius. <laughs> Whoa, okay, hold on. Her ego's <laughs> already big enough. So, She's not an expert, I'm though, not but an expert. a genius. You didn't yeah, say that at the beginning of this episode, yeah. so this whole oh time I've been assuming you've been an expert. Just wanted to point out that you forgot to say that. So I'm not an expert an in expert. dream interpretation. She is clearly. It says expert. doctor but, on that thing on the wall. However, <laughs> come on, guys. You have four degrees. But I'm having wow. a lot of fun with this, and really, I I find it really interesting to start to see come some of the linkages between definitions mm. that I'm like, oh, well, how is this? This seems so unrelated to this piece, and then when you kind of look at it different ways, and you have conversations with people. And I think, too, what I find interesting around dream interpretation is that it can just promote some interesting kind of self-reflection, just like what you did now. And again, we'll give you a hug after. (laughs) I appreciate that. And not to say that this is this at all, but this is what it makes me think of. It makes you think of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, too, sometimes it makes us think about our reactions to things, whether positive or negative, and kind of can get you thinking about things that maybe, oh, maybe there's some things that I could react differently to next time, or maybe there's something that happened in the past that is time to mm-hmm. look at again. Mm-hmm. And and maybe it's not even, like maybe, for instance, with you, Alex, you're kind of like, doesn't really resonate. And then when you start thinking about it, you're like, well, maybe there's something that I could look at that's mm-hmm. from the past that I haven't. And then maybe that would lead to some other like positive steps. And maybe not. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, look, it was a dinosaur dream. I like dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? But Is it possible to have a dream that you are a dinosaur? Yeah, yes. of course. That Why was not? a lucid dreaming thing too, wasn't it? You become the T-Rex? Maybe not. You could become a You'd T-Rex. You'd be a mm-hmm. dinosnorus. <laughs> can that no. be the title of it? <laughs> it can also been, be the like, last that episode. In the whole time to be like, I'll just drop this. That'll be the title of that. That's episode. all. That's can all, you, folks. Can so, you can you dream that you're a dinosaur? And what does that mean? Do you know? I don't know what it means if you dream that you're a dinosaur, but um, you can definitely dream as something else. Like I've dreamt as like a woman or a man or a child, or I've also been. Um, a bug, um, <laughs> and that bug would be able to like morph into a puzzle and travel through toilets. But <laughs> a puzzle. no big deal. Pretty much a, a puzzle. Puddle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Morphs into a pu- puzzle. <laughs> a puzzle that goes down <laughs> the toilet, comes out so the other confused. side, jigsaw. I don't know puts where this itself back went. into the bug. 3D puzzle. Yeah. I love that. Whatever I said made. Oh, puddle, that makes a lot more sense. It does. (laughs) You could transfer liquid through a pipe a lot easier than a puzzle. I agree. It was very puzzling. So, oh, nailed it. Nailed it. Bark Bark is right. So the other thing I wanted to mention is that I also have a book that um, gives definitions that are less around what your mind might be trying to kind of process and what your subconscious might be fixating on and focuses more on what premonitions your body might be unlocking. Maybe dreams do come true. Maybe this one will for you. And so... With a religious framework. 
a little bit, yes. A little bit of religious yes. on that He's not incorrect. <laughs> so sometimes it'll say, it'll give you like advice based on it because it'll say like, oh, your body knows something that you don't, mm-hmm. basically. So it says, Tanya, Dr. Grant, and Dr. Calypso. I was like, cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> really that close. Too. Really close. Too. Bark cilantro. Bark cilantro. <laughs> Did I mention I'm a vegetarian? <laughs> So for you three, make sure that you don't overwhelm yourself with negative mental tape that will keep you from taking on a big idea. Go for it, and you will be successful. Also, make sure that you are in a safe environment, and be sure to drink plenty of water. So perfectly flawless advice for mm-hmm. you. That's good um, advice. Very logical. Like it, it applies and, to most situations. And yeah. since home was sure. relevant for both Dr. Grant cilantro. and all I can think of is cilantro <laughs> now. Calypso. Calypso. I would read a comic book about bark cilantro. <laughs> I would be like first in line. Like a every new issue, sure. The episode name might I'm have to crack be this bark case wide open. Bark cilantro is on the case. So for home, it says you will be loved and cherished for a lifetime for those you care about. And I'm really sorry that that wasn't part of yours, Tanya. I'm sure this is also applicable for you, mm-hmm. at least for the people right here. So, thank all you, love. friend, family. <laughs> I love you too. We so, love you too. And I love dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, this brings us to Dr. Grant's least favorite part of the podcast. Lies. <laughs> dinosaur facts. Dream facts. Dinosaur Dream facts. facts. Actually, I could have done dinosaur facts. Dinosaur facts. I did not. The average human facts. adult could outrun the T-Rex. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't make us buzz, so... <laughs> all right, you never got to guess it. They're not quick at so all. So Dr. Ian Malcolm could have gotten away. <laughs> I just saw it on Facebook. Well, I, guess that's, <laughs> oh, I guess that's why I got away every day. I literally you know? said dinosaur fact, and I was like, cool. All right, I'm going to share that. I was a pretty quick mm-hmm. runner as a kid. I probably could have made it. There you go. Yeah. All right, folks. So we've been talking about our dreams, and a big part of being able to talk about our dreams is being able to remember them. But how much of a dream do you think you remember five minutes after you've woken up? But Roar! What percentage? Okay, Roar. <laughs> I heard a buzz and a roar. I don't know which ones came first. Go okay, ahead. I'll repeat the question. Seven percent. What? She was. She was quicker. quicker. Okay, so you said seven percent. Seven percent of you, the dream you remember. After five, five minutes, minutes after waking up. I'm gonna say fifteen percent. Okay. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> I'm gonna say five percent. Okay. Forty-two. Forty-two percent. So the closest is. Some guy here that we have. Some guy who has some opinions to contribute. And your opinion is almost right. So uh, within five minutes of waking up, you remember 50% of your dream. Wow. But once you hit the 10 minute mark. 7%. It's down to like 15. Buzz. Buzz. Four. Seven more. 15 was my original answer. 23. Are we using lost numbers on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> 4, 8, 15, 16, 23. <laughs> 42. I didn't hear the right number. 7. 27. Clearly 7. 27. Half. You're pretty close, Amanda. 14, 8, 8 6, <laughs> 5. Ten. You're the closest. It's 10. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. 
So don't worry, I have a little bit more. That um, actually sounds very true to how I remember my dreams. Yeah. When I first so, wake yeah, up, I remember like, a lot. It's and vivid then, and you know a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that was crazy. Yeah. Intense, yeah. whatever. But, and then yeah. you're like, I'll think more about this later. And uh-huh. then another 40% is gone. And that's why, that's <laughs> why you write in your, no. in your memory journal. Exactly. So <laughs> your memory that's journal. why it's really important if you are trying to capture your dreams that you take the time right away, even though when you wake up, you're kind of like, oh, I don't want to do this. Just do it because it's clock's ticking yeah. and it's going really, <laughs> so really ideally quick. you just wake up with a pen it's in your the hand. dream clock. Basically. Yeah. I pick up my phone and I type it and I email oh. it to myself. And I have to say, since not only being a guest on this podcast, but listening to this podcast and looking forward to this podcast every Monday morning, <laughs> that I remember more of my dreams Yeah, and have had stranger dreams and also think about the interpretations of my dreams mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's great. I don't listen You've to You've accomplished what you wanted to do with this podcast. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great to be having that self-reflection. And if having a podcast helps anyone with that, that's awesome. And if anything, you guys have helped me with that. So mm-hmm. thank you. So, um, You're welcome. <laughs> oh my God, are you guys going to cry? Oh my goodness. <laughs> later, uh, along with my hug. During all the hugs. <laughs> yeah. So, in past episodes, we've mentioned that some people dream in color, other people dream in black and white. This actually came up when Alex questioned whether or not I would know if my time-traveling bubblegum was blue, because he was like, uh, how would you know that dreams are in black and white? And everyone like looked at him and was like, wait, what? <laughs> there goes the idiot. <laughs> no, no. But it, I think, again, this is another example of when you have conversations about dreams, it's also kind of doing some myth busting for things yeah. that you mm-hmm. might have assumed yeah, were just oh, yeah. the norm. I definitely assumed that everyone aren't. dreamed in black and white. Have you dreamed exactly. in color since that discussion? Not that I can remember, no. No. Just curious. That was totally one of my follow-up okay, questions. Okay, sorry. So, no, that's great. No, it, it was totally fine. Yeah. But the question popped up for me, too. I'm like, I wonder if talking about it. And have you dreamed in black and white? Or has anyone no, else I since we talked no. about it? I think mine are usually color. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, me too. So, after having a little bit of a discussion around who dreams black and white, who dreams color, what percentage of people do you think dream exclusively in black and white? Uh, 35. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> 14. <laughs> <laughs> the buzz has been replaced with roars. With roars. Dinosaur roars. Tanya's uh, was dying. 47%. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is terrifying. <laughs> What was the question? <laughs> you saw the answer. I said, I what didn't per- see the answers. What percentage of people dream exclusively in black and white? 2.3. 7. Going with the seven. Nope, again. none of you guys are right. Twenty-four. Well, who's the closest? Amanda, again. Yes. What was yours? She said she seven. She doesn't remember. She said seven. <laughs> I, said, I said seven. I she said, said seven. seven again. Yeah. It's 12%. Yes. I was closer at 14. Oh, Price is right. Rules. Oh, we're, oh, really? Really? Why are we revoking that? I thought it would be more than One dollar, You did one dollar. Uh, I thought you knew. So, yeah. 12% for black and white and 8% for sleep paralysis. Mm. Oh. I thought it would be more than that simply because... I know that older people dream in black and white. I have a follow-up question. Oh, okay, great. So, studies from 1915 to 1950 found that the majority of dreams were in black and white. 
but these results began to change in the 1960s. Dude, so color television. Looking at the population, Rawr. it's now color televisions. <laughs> No. <laughs> so you made an interesting point. What you talked f- about color what? TVs. Yeah. So what they're assuming is that older generations dream more in black and white because they were seeing black and white televisions. Now that we've modernized technology and TV, films, video games are all in color, that they're speculating that that has impacted the extent to which people dream in color versus black and white. So keeping that in mind, looking at our younger generations of people who are 25 and under, what percentage of them do you think dream in black and white? 0.5%. That was a baby one. Uh, 4%. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, four. four. Right on. Swish. Nail right on the head. And I was going to mock your guys' dinosaur noises because they were so different. You haven't heard yours yet. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Before you continue, I feel like she does one every time she laughs. Also, there are so many different kinds of dinosaurs. Birds are dinosaurs. This makes me think of when I was at a store with my niece and she was like holding a dinosaur and... Uh, well, before holding the dinosaur, she was holding this, like, pig, and she was like, oink, 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 and then, like, a cow, and she's like, moo, and then she held a dinosaur, and she was like, wee, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Aaliyah, that's not what a dinosaur, and then I was like, I don't really know, I guess, like, who am I to say, that's not what it, maybe, it, maybe that is what, like, the, the T-Rex stopping around, and just, wee. I don't know. So just going. So so I say lean into all of your dinosaur sounds. Embrace Mm -hmm. them. Who am I to say what's what? But I do have one more follow-up question if you guys are up to it. Uh, Never. I don't know. Okay. So everyone except for Dr. Grant. (laughs) Oh, his buzzer's at the ready. Hey, well, life will find a way. (laughs) So there are three things that are most frequently dreamed about all across cultures, across the world, top three things that are like themes Rawr. or realities or experiences in dreams. Rawr. Rawr. Go ahead. Uh, angels or God. Nope. All right. Buzz. Driving. Nope. Rawr. <laughs> Chasing? Yes, that's one of them. Rawr. You, you, that ruined one of my hints. I was going to say we've talked about it tonight, but you got mm-hmm. it. So that was the top. Rawr. Two more. Rawr. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> hey, do you want to have a rawr off? Is it all rawr off? <laughs> rawr. I do. <laughs> all right, both at the same time. Hunting. No, can, no. We, do a, can we do a six-person roar? <laughs> uh, for, the, for the show. We'll end it we could that. We could do okay. a singing one, like rawr, rawr, <laughs> rawr. You just did it all in your own. <laughs> <laughs> It'll sound better with different. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crow. Our acapella group can be called Daddy You don't know that. <laughs> Amazing. That's true, I know. All right, two more things. One of them is kind of tied to being chased. Chasing. Falling. Falling is not the hint that I was giving, it's the other one. Okay, <laughs> <So>. sweet. <laughs> but there's one thing, so some people who are being chased are afraid of being caught. Captured? Mm. More vicious. Tortured? Attacked? Murdered? Killed? Bang. 
Got so, it. Wait, did you just shoot me? Tortured. <laughs> 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 Bang. You get right, questions guys, right on this game show, you're gone. That's it for this episode you, you of the All Things Dreams. Thank you guys for joining, sharing your dino experience, your dynamite experiences. Ooh. And nice. we can do one final roar if you're up to it. Rawr! <laughs> 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 <laughs>